Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai, your host, joining you every single week, and I am a life and mindset coach as well. So today we're going to be talking about money. I wanted to chat about money because this is something that comes up with my clients all the time. Obviously, I'm helping my clients to live a more stress-free, peaceful life where they're not anxious all the time and they're able to connect to their intuition and be really clear with their purpose. And if you're running around like a headless chicken freaking out about money, which a lot of us do, that's going to really block you from living the life that you desire, feeling happy, confident and carefree. And financial stability and having money coming in and feeling like you're saving money and feeling like you're confident with how to actually use your money and manage your money is a huge part of living a wholesome, fulfilling, satisfying life. And a lot of us know that, like this isn't new news that we need money in order to live, but sometimes we can stick our heads in the sand because it feels too overwhelming to like go through your bank accounts and figure out where the hell your money is going. Like if you're anything like me, I have worked since I was 14 And yet I found it impossible to save. And when I would hear of people being like, oh, yeah, you know, I've just been putting money aside and now I've all of a sudden got money for a house deposit. Like, I know that's not everyone, but to me, it's like incomprehensible to have imagined being able to understand saving money earlier on. Like, I even remember when I was like maybe 20 or 21, something like that. And I just moved into my second share house by the time I was 21, 22, I think. And my dad was like, well, how are you going to save money for a house deposit? And I was like, can I just take it one step at a time? Like, can I move out and be independent and be paying my own bills? And then can I figure out how to save for a house deposit? And I, I thought the question was really interesting because I was like, obviously my habits around money are going to come from my parents. And so the fact that I have maybe not the best relationship with money at the time when I was 22 and I was having this kind of like discussion, let's really say argument with my dad around, you know, where the hell my money was going. I'm like, can't you see that this is partly <laughs> your fault? I mean, not that we want to blame, you know, cause we need to take responsibility for our own actions, of course. But I remember feeling so frustrated because I was like, you know, you're encouraging me to move out and be independent and pay for my own way. And then now you're also telling me I need to save money for a house deposit and like guilt tripping me around why I don't know how to do that or making me feel like a little bit incompetent. Like the two obviously wasn't matching up. And so because I've been running my own business since I was 19 as well, this has forced me to go on a huge journey of figuring out money, figuring out how to pay my own taxes. And now most recently in the past two to three years, paying GST as well. So there's a lot going on when you run your own business and that really forces you in which in a way is like a blessing in disguise to get really um, in the thick of understanding what your where your money is going, what your money is doing and like what you need to be doing with your money as well. And I used to be one of the people as well who would just wait till the end of the financial year and then somehow try to bury up all them, dig up all of the money that I needed to pay off my tax bill for the year because all year I would just be like, yep, it's fine. I'll sweep it under the rug. Like I was one of those classic people that would go out at nighttime and spend all this money on drinks and shout everyone in the freaking club and take a million Ubers, even though I wasn't even earning that much money. And just, as I said, stick my hand stick my hand, stick my head in the sand and just like wait until crunch time to pay the money and stress myself out every single time. But the reason why we do this is because 
we don't realize that there's another way to do it or we just are kind of putting it off and the task feels so overwhelming to actually be able to get a hold of our money and to feel really confident with it because you know we're not taught these things at school it's really interesting when we reflect on our schooling we aren't taught how to do our taxes we aren't taught how to really save we aren't taught how to manage our emotions we aren't taught how to communicate effectively and have relationships and know what our self-worth is like these are all things that I have learned out outside of school and it's been amazing to go through my own journey of course but like these real key life skills were never taught until later on which is why I'm so excited to be talking about money mindset and the practical steps towards not only earning money but saving money and feeling good and relaxed about it. I'm going to touch on it a little bit today about the strategies around it because What I find when, especially when you're going into like the personal development industry or the spiritual community, a lot of people talk about, okay, attracting money and how do I manifest money and, you know, think about it and abundance will appear. Like all you need to do is just say your money mindset things or, you know, be positive around money and it will somehow appear. The truth is that there always needs to be some sort of physical action that you're taking. There always needs to be some sort of tangible step towards actually creating money, no matter what it is. Even if you're following, like I follow some coaches on Instagram that are making like millions of dollars a year. There is like, let's actually think about it. It's really easy marketing for them to be like, yeah, I just manifest money and this is how I do it. But businesses no matter what industry you're in require strategy they require action steps to be taken they require physical transactions to happen which means that they have to have steps and procedures in place to be able to hold that amount of money to put those transactions through they need people to be showing up so money is never just appearing out of nowhere however our beliefs around money can influence and shape the way that we see money and the way that we welcome money in so we're really going to look at the blend between yes we need to make sure that our energy and our vibe and our beliefs around money are opening us up to more opportunities and it's also going to be like the way that we feel about money um so so our beliefs around money is going to impact massively the way that we feel around money because a lot of what i see as well and this is something that really shocked me in my own money mindset journey was when i hit my first 10k a month in business like maybe a year ago I was shocked to discover, lo and behold, even though I had money, even though I was making more than I ever had before, I was still feeling anxious around it. And that wasn't because of my physical reality. It was because I was still feeling stressed about money. I was still feeling stressed about whether it was going to stay and what I was going to do with it. So it's kind of like when you think that losing weight is going to make you feel more confident and then you lose weight and you're not confident anymore. It's because losing weight or having the money or having the partner isn't the thing that's going to make you feel instantly more confident and happy and fulfilled. It's the way that you feel about yourself and doing the inner work to make yourself feel more comfortable about it. And then from that place, the action steps you're going to be able to take are going to be more expansive and the journey is going to feel better. So we really need to blend all of these things together to create a positive relationship with money, which is then going to help you to take more positive action steps towards feeling financially free in whatever capacity that might look like for you in terms of whether you work for someone, whether you want to pay rise, whether you're you know, out of work at the moment because of lockdowns and thinking, how can I create more money for myself? Or whether you're running your own business, there are always 
strategies that we need to involve, but there's also our approach and our beliefs around it as well. If you would like to join the Money Mindset webinar, it is next Wednesday and we're going to be talking about the real, like the how to actually change your money story and upgrade your beliefs around money. And then from that place, the physical steps that you need to do in order to actually be able to not only earn money, but actually save, because this has been a huge thing I have learned over the past year where I was always earning money, yet for some reason, I felt that I was always like, I never had any actual savings. I was never accumulating anything. So if you're keen to learn not only the mindsets and the beliefs and the approaches around money so that you feel good earning it and you feel worthy of having more and you're able to actually save, plus the strategies and the steps around how to actually do that, then come and join the Money Mindset webinar. It's called the Practical Money Mindset webinar and the link is in the show notes. Or if you have any questions, send me a message on Instagram at Inezbuy. But today, I just wanted to give you a couple of examples of from my life and also with my clients as well of this idea of balancing the belief, the inner work around our money mindset, and also ensuring that we actually have the strategies so that we can hold money, so that we can create money, whether you are general population be working in a corporate job or you're running your own business or whatever your situation might be, you're going to find value in knowing like the vibe of money and also having the right strategies in terms of your money. One story that I love to share that really stands to mind whenever I think about money mindset is investing. Like when my clients invest in me, something amazing always happens. A lot of my clients come to me and they are working with a coach and investing in themselves for the first time ever. And so it's natural to feel a little bit nervous. And this is what I always say to anyone who's investing in coaching for the first time. Of course, you're going to feel nervous because it's something that you've done for the first time. You know, like when you jumped in the car to start driving and learning how to drive, you didn't just jump in there with blind confidence and think, yep, it's going to be all good and I'm totally fine and I know what I'm doing and nothing on the road is going to catch me off guard. Like you get in the car and you're just you're very cautious, you're nervous, you're kind of driving slow, you're touching everything, you're looking at everything, your brain is like really on high action, high alert, right? And it just takes time for you to feel more confident with it. But just because you're scared doesn't of like learning how to drive because you don't know how to doesn't mean that you're then going to see that as a sign of, oh, well, then I'm not going to do it. But a lot of people kind of think that around coaching, they think, oh, that amount is scary, or it's scary to invest in myself, or it's scary to open myself up to a coach. So therefore, that must mean that I shouldn't do it or it's a reason to not do it. But the fear is always going to be there no matter how long you wait, right? And if you have a niggle to invest in a coach or join a program, that's always going to be there. And the longer you wait, it's not going to suddenly get easier. The fear isn't suddenly going to go away. The best way to move through fear is to take the action and do the thing. You need to practice leaping before you're ready. You need to practice um just taking the action and being decisive, knowing that the fear is going to be there because then you'll eventually start to get better at it. Like doing the thing is the quickest way to get confident with it because you survive it. And that's the thing that makes you feel confident. But anyway, with investing, as I said, it's normal to feel a little bit nervous about it. But when you do and you invest in yourself, especially in a way that you never have before, it changes something with your, like within your blood. Like I always say this, it changes the way that you, kind of see things and the things that you're going to then create for yourself. So an example that I like to give, that's a really specific one, is one of my clients signed up for one-on-one life coaching. 
And she wanted to work with me to help manage her ego and to heal her inner child and so that she could show up with more confidence in her relationships and communicate more effectively, right? So she signed up with me and she was really excited about it, followed her gut and then freaked out about investing with me and was really nervous about it and was worried about how she was going to afford it. And I said to her, it's totally normal to be nervous and I have been there before. Like I have invested in a coach and felt like I was going to throw up because I was like, oh my God, this is so much money. Like what, you know, how's it? How am I going to be able to pay it off? But you're by doing that, you're basically creating an opportunity for you to expand and earn more money than you ever have before. Even if you are in a corporate job, even if you're not running your own business. Yes, it does happen. And that's with this example. So anyway, I coached her through it and she was like, yep, okay, I'm just going to feel the fear and do the thing anyway. And literally like, and I said to her, I can guarantee you that some sort of abundance, some sort of money is going to come to you because from this feeling, that's what always happens. And that's what I always say with my clients. And not because we have like casted some sort of abundance spell or you're like manifesting money out of nowhere. But often when we spend money or we invest money, we are then more open to seeking opportunities for abundance and we're more open to receiving them. As in, we are looking out for them because our beliefs have now changed. We think, okay, well, if I've invested this amount in myself, then how can I open myself up to more of that money so that I can create more of it essentially? And a few days later, her dad was then like, hey, I really want to pay for half of the wedding. And she said to me that in the past, had she not invested in herself, which proved to her how worthy she was and which which also was gave her this like opportunity to be like, okay, I'm worthy of more and I want to have more money. She was like, in the past, I would have just said no. I would have been like, that's totally fine. I would have felt guilty for receiving it. But because her self-worth, simply by investing, we haven't in, hadn't even started our sessions yet. Her self-worth and the ability of her to do it was like, yeah, of course I'm worth this. And it felt weird for her because a lot of the time we're not used to receiving. We feel like we have to prove our worthiness or we feel like we have to do something in order to earn any sort of abundance, whether it comes in financial form or love form or whatever it might be. But she really practiced in that moment, even though it felt uncomfortable to receive, to say yes, to say thank you, rather than pushing it away because she felt bad or she felt guilty or wanted to be independent, whatever the feeling is. Now, the thing is, is that regardless if she had invested in me or not, her dad probably would have still offered to pay for the wedding, but her response to accepting that amount of abundance was different because she had changed her beliefs around what she was worthy because of the action that she took. So you can see from this example how important it is to, yes, not only have the right beliefs of like, oh, I am worthy and I, you know, I, I want to make this work and I want to create that abundance for myself and seeking those opportunities. But then secondly, you also have to be open to actually saying yes, you also have to do the thing of actually investing in yourself. You have to back your intentions, your nice thoughts with actions that are actually aligned with the goal and the intention and the commitment that you say that you want and that you say that you have. Because in a parallel universe, had my client not have invested in herself, as I said, she could have, because of her beliefs, right? That was still the same because there is no reason for your beliefs to change if you just sit there and like hum nice words to yourself. If you sit there and you just think, okay, well, I'm not worthy of investing in myself, then why would you also think that you're worthy of accepting financial help from other people as well, right? So that's why it's so important that we, like, because what we 
believe in our heads, like what we are thinking, because a belief is a thought that we have over and over again, is what we see in our physical reality. And coming, bringing this back to body image, this is why when you look at photos of yourself when you were younger and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I ever thought I was fat or I can't believe I ever thought I was big because I'm actually tiny in that photo. But in that moment, when you take yourself back to being like in that moment of your past younger self, you know, when you looked in the mirror, you felt really big. And that's not because you were actually big. It's because you felt like you were big. You felt like you were not good enough or whatever it might be. The same goes with your money mindset. If you think I'm not worthy of this, it has to be hard for me to earn money. I have to struggle to earn money. Then you are going to start seeing that and seeking out examples in your real life as well. A second example that's really exciting for me to share is one of my clients recently asked for a promotion. And she was also, she was working within the Empowered Peace Group Mindset Program, um, which I'll actually be launching again very soon. So if you're interested in a high level eight week mindset life coaching program all around connecting to your intuition, uh, knowing what your purpose is and being really respected, then send me a message because I've got super early bird happening at the moment. But essentially the same thing happened, right? This particular client actually did Empowered Peace two times in a row. And by the second time, she felt so like I have invested in myself. I am worthy for more. So we encouraged her as part of the group to ask for a raise. And we went through strategies of how to do it in a really empowering way, like in a way of going to your work and knowing the right way to say it, because especially as women, We're really taught to kind of like be submissive and like we have this attitude of, well, it's not that bad or like, you know, I'm I'm surviving. So why should I ask for more or why do I deserve more? Or what a lot of people do is when they go to ask for a raise, they then also say, well, this is what I can also do. Right. Here's an extra responsibility that I can take on. Here's an extra role that I can take on. And if you're doing that. Be aware that you're not actually getting a raise. You're actually just doing more work and getting paid for more work. Getting a raise means doing the same amount of work whilst getting more money. And that goes for you as a business owner as well. Like if you're offering a service and you're a coach and you are like, I'm going to raise my prices, but then I'm also going to add an extra call and I'm going to give them this like meditation. And then I'm also going to offer like group programs. You're not raising your prices. All you're doing is creating more work for you, which should have, you know, which should be more expensive, but, you know, a higher investment, however you want to phrase it. But in order to raise your prices, there's a block here that comes right of us feeling like I always need to do more in in order to earn more. But that's not always the case. You can have more abundance. You can create more money for yourself, have more wealth for yourself simply by being you. But it's about actually asking for it. So, again, if we're thinking about the vibe and the energy combined with the strategy firstly it's believing in yourself and knowing your self-worth and because you have invested in yourself you've taken the action in it you have the feeling of i am empowered like i i know that i'm worth this amount of money and i know that i don't have to do more in order order to earn more like that sentence is so simple but it can feel really hard for us to embody especially when we think about the way that we've been brought up with money and this is our money story and this is something i'm going to go more deep in 
the webinar next Wednesday. But our money story is essentially how we grew up with money, how people spoke about money, but more importantly, what were people's actions and thoughts and feelings around money, you know, around the people that we grew up with, like our parents or our guardians, whoever it was. Like, what's your earliest memory of money? I know my early memories of money are not one of ease and joy and like chill. My earliest memories of money are like stress and feeling like it was hard for my parents to pay off the credit card and feeling guilty that they were buying things for me and hearing them arguing. And so you then internalize that feeling as a child of, Okay, well, therefore, in order to have more money, it has to be stressful. And if I do have more money, then I'm going to have arguments and that's going to cause stress in my relationships. And this is a huge reason why I believe that I never held on to money because I saw that when people did have money as I was growing up, that created a lot of tension in my relationships. So I created this, you know, subconscious link that if I don't have any money, then it's not going to cause any stress and it's not going to cause arguments in my relationships and then I can be closer with people like Obviously, as we're reflecting on that, it doesn't make sense. But when you internalize these beliefs, you then subconsciously act out on them. And that's, you know, there's so many reasons why we find it hard to save money and to ask for more money. But that's just my personal experience. And to figure out your subconscious beliefs that are blocking you from having more money attend the webinar because that's when we're going to go really deep. But going back to my client asking for a raise, we we like created a strategy. We said what she was going to say in the you know in the um, conversation with her employer and she just walked in there with confidence and you know naturally you're going to be nervous whenever you're asking for something new or you're asking for something that's outside of your comfort zone but as I said you have to show up you've got to do the thing and here's the thing it's not like someone's just going to come up to her I, I, I mean maybe this will happen but then you're really leaving um, your opportunities and your financial well-being to fate and to like hoping you know you're leaving it to wishing right? You have to, you can't just sit there and think, okay, I'm going to write positive affirmations about money and I'm going to journal every day that someone's going to give me a promotion. It's like, take that responsibility into your own hands and ask yourself, what is one thing that I can do today that's going to help me to get closer to having more money or to being more financially literate or to feeling more relaxed around money? And sometimes it's going to be a big task, like setting up a meeting with your employer. Sometimes it's going to be a smaller task, like, yes, maybe you are going to journal about money or maybe you are going to join the money mindset webinar next week whatever it might be but we need to ensure that firstly we have our like intentions are aligned we feel like we know where our blocks are we feel like we know why we have sore spots around money because of our childhood and the way that we grow up grew up and whatever it might be but then we pair that with the strategy and the action and like okay how am I actually going to change this how am I going to break this cycle okay the last little segment of today's podcast episode is Oftentimes we get very caught up in the here and now and like what can make me feel better right now this moment that we forget to like invest in our future or we invest in our future from a place of like scarcity or feeling scared instead of thinking like, oh, well, imagine if I did this thing and it led to more opportunity. And this is what we do as business owners as well. We think, okay, well, right now I need to ensure that I save money and that I save costs so that, you know, I can pay for my bills, obviously smart thing to do. But then we forget to actually invest in coaching or we forget to actually invest in people that can help us get to the next level because we're assuming that something bad is going to happen. And we often do this subconsciously. We just 
just think, okay, I need to mitigate the way that I'm feeling right now in this moment, like short term. And so I don't want to invest because then that's going to make me feel stressed right now. But then we're blocking ourselves off from creating actual opportunities in the future because we're focusing so much on what could go wrong. Like, oh, imagine if I don't sign a new client or imagine if I don't have as busy as a month next week. And we're focusing so much on what could go wrong that we forget that so much can go right when we do actually invest in ourselves. So for example, every single time that I have invested in my business and in myself, from that, that I've always been nervous every single time. It's always going to happen. You're always going to feel nervous. But every single time after that, it's made me realize, it's given me like a new perspective on life of like, oh, well, this is how I can make it work. And these opportunities that I can create myself, create for myself and like, Obviously, as a business owner, that might entail like having a new service or whatever it might be. But then it also includes like finally putting that thing on marketplace that you've been meaning to sell for ages because now you've you know put money on the line because you've invested. So you're like, okay, well, I've got to go and sell that thing. Or it might include like, you know, finally putting yourself out there a little bit more on social media or whatever it might be. Sometimes we don't always have the money on hand, but when we can like have a payment plan or whatever it might be, and we find a way to make it work, we can tap into our ability, like our inner well of abundance. And what I mean by that is we can always find a way to make money. But if we're constantly trying to just like mitigate the loss in the moment, then we're not investing in our actual future. We're just trying to get by in each and every single moment. Because the thing is, is like you can either stay the same and just try to stay at a certain level that you're at, not get too stressed out and not to feel too worried. Or you can, yes, have a little bit of stress in that moment and nervousness, but then it's kind of like an arrow pulling you back that's going to explode you forwards and actually the thing that is going to help you to expand more than ever before. So for example, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'll just share again. In 2018, when I first started my business and I'd been fired from my job, I was starting to build up my clients again at the gym and I decided to sign up with a business coach to really kickstart my online business. And I literally had $1,500 in my bank account. And she said to me that her program was $5,000. And so I said to her that I could put down a deposit of $1,000 and I would pay off the rest like on a payment plan, right? And doing that, like it was so nerve wracking. I felt so exposed. Like I remember telling my mom and thinking, oh my God, don't judge me. And thankfully my mom was like, of course, that's such a good idea. Like you want this business to run. And I was so surprised by that because I, I was so worried about the decision that I thought other people were going to judge me too. But normally it's ourselves that are judging ourselves the hardest. But what I wanted to say is I put down that $1,000, right? I had like almost no money left. I was living out of home. I was building up, like I didn't have a big client base, but because I really put myself on the line, like I really put some skin in the game. It gave me a big kick up the bum to really drum up business for myself. Like who can I reach out to? How can I expose myself to more clients? How can I show up on social media to get those clients? And do you know what? I'm pretty sure I paid it all off, like the full 5k off in two weeks because I was able to tap into my inner well of abundance that was kind of lying dormant until I was put in a situation where I had to make it work. And like the this most stressful part of it was actually just agreeing to it on the call with the coach and then telling my mom, And then after that, making the money wasn't stressful after that because I just had this feeling of like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I back myself to do it. And like, 
even though I didn't believe fully I could do it at the moment because I had the support and accountability of a coach that was like, yeah, of course you would. It made it seem so much more possible for me. And I kind of like clung onto that belief that this person had in me until I was able to embody it as well. So let me know if you liked this podcast around um, money mindset. I think there's a lot out there on money mindset, but my big thing that I'm always saying to my clients is like, yes, (coughs) oh my God, I'm choking. Yes, we need to ensure that our beliefs and our feels around money are positive and good and relaxed because otherwise we constantly get into spirals around it and we get stuck in comparisonitis. But yes, we want to make sure that we feel good about money, but we also want to make sure that we're taking the steps to earn money, to save money and to feel like we're managing our wealth and setting ourselves up for the future like a win-win. So if you're interested to learn more about this and to really get into the nitty gritty of the strategy, come and join my money mindset webinar next Wednesday. The link is in the bio. Otherwise you can send me a message on Instagram and I can answer all of your questions. But aside from that, I look forward to seeing you at the webinar and I'll talk to you all soon.